Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your quarantined host. A little brain fog there. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome to all of our listeners. Um, this is a show we've been putting on for uh, almost a year now. Oh my gosh, it's, it's blown uh, by. been a wonderful experience. Uh, the feedback we've gotten from our patients, old and new, as well as uh, listeners, uh, has been exceptional. We love your questions. Uh, we love the opportunity to be able to share knowledge of men's health issues and kind of our our take on it uh, with our listeners. Donna, I think that uh, what we do here is pretty unique. It is very unique, and it's um, fully comprehensive. We're not just seeing a bunch of kidney stones and UTIs over here. That's over really there. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and 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 we try we like to be them. we try to be very comprehensive and holistic in our approach. To give you an example, I recently interviewed somebody who was interested in doing only male fertility, and they they trained at one of the most highly respected centers for men's fertility in the country. When I told her how we treat a men's fertility patient, mm-hmm. she was speechless. She was blown away. This idea that when you come to us, because we know that high cholesterol and weight and abnormal sugar metabolism affect your sperm function, she was surprised to hear that those are things that we take a special interest in and taking care of, whether it be pharmaceutically or, or medically. If you have erectile dysfunction or sexual dysfunction, if you're a woman, knowing that we have a sex therapist right in the office that's going to help coordinate with us because mm-hmm. you know there are things that we can fix with medications and then there are things that we need to fix with a more multidisciplinary approach and that's really emblematic of how we treat uh, all urologic conditions that we're, we're faced with that's right and, and i'm really proud of that and we have a, the registered dietitian on site for those fertility patients as well that's right well, uh, all we, patients. we we draw your labs here in our office mm-hmm. most all of our services are covered by traditional insurance but if you don't have insurance, we have wonderful cash pay prices for so many of the different services that we provide. Don't let finances be your barrier to getting great care. Uh, it's often uh, a lot more affordable than you think. And these are things that we strive to uh, really help you achieve. You know, our men's wellness division, Armor Men's Health, which is what the show's named after, the fee for people without insurance is only $150 a month. Which I'll really, tell you, really low. Uh, and so if you are out there thinking that you're going to have to pay thousands of dollars to get like testosterone therapy or mm-hmm. really comprehensive hormonal therapy, that is not that is not the case. For $150 a month, you can choose between in-office injections, between injections that you administer at home. You can do gels. You can do Creams. pellets. Mm-hmm. You can do any number of different types of therapies that are at your disposal. So there's not... A, going to be a financial push uh, from us to push you into one type of treatment or other. And and if you want to jump between treatment options, that's also an option for you. Mm-hmm. That will include your labs, all your visits, really everything involved with making sure that you're comprehensively um, taken care of from a, a hormonal standpoint uh, mm-hmm. for what I think is a very reasonable price. Right. I talked to a man um, recently on the phone. He paid $2,000 to join the hormone club that he's in. And then eighteen hundred dollars a month. What? <laughs> so clearly. Well, then I'm the dumb we're one. We're not charging. <laughs> <laughs> really, since we started the practice, this idea of uh, not being greedy as a physician who has 
knowledge has been something that's guided us. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of greed that comes through uh, when people are being overcharged for treatments that don't really require a lot of kind of basic, basic medical knowledge. I mm-hmm. mean, the people that run these clinics often aren't even hormone specialists. They're, right. uh, they're people MDs. who trained in something else. I'd love to hear a question uh, yep. from one of our uh, listeners. We have a bunch. Um, this one particularly says, Dr. Mystery, can you effectively help cure chronic epididymitis preferably without surgery as I travel for work? Thank you for the consideration. Well, that's a great question, uh, Donna. Really, uh, when we're talking about chronic epididymitis, it really dovetails into the broader discussion of chronic testicular pain or ball pain, as we put it. Interestingly enough, if you talk to most urologists, the idea of taking care of people's chronic testicular pain is something they consider really a burden because it's hard. It requires lots of understanding, but it's something that we definitely specialize in here in our practice, being able to incorporate pelvic floor physical therapy, uh, nerve blocks, all sorts of kind of less invasive technologies to help with chronic testicular pain has really expanded our ability to take care of it. Uh, But let's just talk about the chronic epididymis, the classic patient. So that's going to be a patient that has recurrent episodes of testicular pain, maybe associated with swelling, maybe associated with infection, in which the back of the testicle usually hurts, becomes swollen, and is very tender to touch. When it happens where you get that every so often, meaning like every four or five months, this chronic epididymitis recurs, usually the epididymis needs to be removed. I mean, that is a surgical procedure. It's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. It takes me an hour to do in the operating room. Your recovery is really less than a week, and you'll have recovery and improvement for your life. So if that's what you're having, recurrent infections of the epididymis, so chronic epididymitis I usually define as more than three in one year uh, or, or really more than three in less than 18 months. If you've had a vasectomy and you've had epididymitis like this, then really the epididymectomy is going to be your best course of action. Uh, that is different from someone who com- complains of similar pain that happens all the time and never gets better. So uh, those patients will come to me and tell me they have six months or more of kind of a, a nagging or lower degree of discomfort in their epididymis or in their testicle. Those patients often will respond well to um, pelvic floor physical therapy because there can be a muscular component of it. Mm-hmm. They can respond to a, uh, a a nerve block, which we do here in the office, that can give relief and not be very invasive. A lot of times those patients do not do better with an epididymectomy where we remove that organ where sperm is stored uh, right behind the testicle, uh, and they do better with what's called a spermatic cord denervation. And so that's something that we've specialized in. We have a lot of experience with if you have chronic testicular pain. Definitely uh, you should put us on your list of places to get a second opinion. Um, the Why would uh, you go with six months of ball pain? Well, you know, Isn't that the pride. In you, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's severe, you don't wait. Right. It's when it's low grade, and it's only when Just you're wearing annoying. certain kinds of pants, or oh, only fair. when you're standing. I mean, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, guys, they they're scared of the doctor. <laughs> they're scared of the ones with the big hands. That's, That's right. True. And then the moment the moment you tell them that there may be some kind of knife to skin involved in fixing that pain, they are even more apt to say, well, maybe I'll just live with it. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but we do have non in, non-surgical uh, treatments for chronic testicular pain. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, um, uh, we are employing the use of medications like 
um, Cymbalta or Gabapentin for chronic nerve pain and uh, would strongly encourage you to uh, come in if, if that's what's happening uh, for you, uh, especially if you're worried that surgery is going to take you um, out of the game for too long. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want another question? Yeah, let's do it. We have a good, um, well, this might be pretty detailed, but is there something, Dr. Mystery, I can do to have more frequent sex? My libido has diminished as years um, prog- progressed. Six years ago was the surgery, but he doesn't list what the surgery was. Okay. Well, let's just say that what we're talking about is uh, what determines sexual frequency in a man. Mm -hmm. And there are, in my opinion, several components. So number one is the availability of a willing partner. Mm. Uh, Number two is going to be your sex drive or what we call libido. What's your desire for sex? Mm -hmm. And then number three is how well can you perform? My joke is always that, you know, I'm not a very good golfer, so I don't play golf very much. (laughs) So if you're not getting a rigid, hard, straight erection, um, then you may be less willing to initiate, um, you know, sex with your partner. Sorry. I just had a visual of you not playing golf very well. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, And so um, what uh, the willing partner, uh, we can help you if your partner has a low libido due to hormone deficiency whether there's something psychological that needs to be addressed or whether they don't want to have sex because of pain, which is very common, called dyspareunia. Mm-hmm. If you have a partner that has vaginal pain, whether they're young, old, postmenopausal, premenopausal, prior surgery, prior, you know, we have so many treatments for them. We would encourage uh, you to uh, enlist our help in trying to make sex a more pleasurable experience for both of you. Mm-hmm. If your libido is low, that can be due to psychological issues. That can be due to hormonal issues that you would know, like low testosterone, but also hormonal issues that you may not know, like impaired thyroid function or high prolactin levels. And so part of our evaluation of the um, libido in men is going to be uh, that an evaluation of those hormones and then correcting them. There are also medicines that we can use in an off-label way to enhance libido. We actually have those libido enhancers for both men and women. So for both men and women with low libido, we have certain treatments. That's right. We're and a then, men's wellness show, but we do treat women. That's right. You can refer to any one of our shows on erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. and orgasmic function uh, to get an idea of what we might do for those. That's right. You can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Function, right. Armor Men's Health, and Erection. There you go. Er. Do, you, do you want to know how to get a hold of us? <laughs> Call us during the week at 512-238-0762. Email us, email us your questions at armormenshealth at gmail.com, and we will be right back. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 